The Grower Calling, Canada's go-to horticulture podcast for the latest industry news. We're picking up the phone and talking to farmers to discuss topics impacting them and their farm business. This podcast is proudly sponsored by BASF. We create chemistry. Carbon taxes are going up. They are $50 per ton now, but the federal government has announced incremental increases to reach $170 per ton by 2030. For growers, this policy will increase prices on fertilizer as just one example. I'm Karen Davidson, editor of The Grower. Today, I'm talking with Brian Gilroy, president of the Canadian Horticultural Council. We'll be visiting about the lobby effort to exempt Canadian agriculture from carbon taxes on all energy use. Brian here. Good to have you with us. Brian, some of the headlines uh, these days are saying that carbon taxes are a bigger risk to farm viability than climate change. What's your view on that? I don't agree with the statement. Yes, carbon tax is a significant risk to farm viability. But so, too, is climate change. Climate change is much a much bigger threat. Um, over the last few years, we've seen extreme weather, from drought to tornadoes to heavy rain, floods, more drought. Um, and, and these things are, are more of a threat to uh, the delicate fruit and vegetable crops that we grow. Although the carbon tax is going to become very problematic in the not-too-distant future. Right now, I I think the the need to tackle climate change trumps it. As we know, growers have been um, trying to mitigate climate change for several years now, whether that's frost fans or uh, whether that's uh, different and sundry pieces of equipment. What can you say as an Ontario apple grower you are sequestering carbon because you have a, a perennial crop. You're not disturbing the soil. But what about the fresh vegetable growers or even the potato growers who are using a lot of tillage? Uh, what is the Canadian Horticultural Council's case for saying that all of horticulture should be exempt from carbon taxes? We grow um, an essential commodity, food, and we grow healthy food. I know that... Um, For a lot of vegetable growers, tillage is an essential part of producing those crops. Crop rotation is is very good at uh, mitigating the the need for thorough tillage every year, and it's also meant that it's reduced use of uh, synthetic pesticides. These are all things that we're, we're willing to work on, but for me, Karen, to be quite blunt, is that What's going on in the realm of crop protection right now is uh, far more stressful and riskful for growers of fruits and vegetables than um, the the carbon tax. This is an immediate issue. We've got uh, real problems with lack of funding for both PMRA and the Pest Management Center. Just last week I heard some shocking numbers that for reduced risk pesticides, the budgets actually dropped from 1.5 million annually to just around 200,000 annually. These are things that are essential so that we can um, get into the area of, of being more sustainable. I'm really disappointed that these vital services have been cut to the extent that they have. Now, I apologize for 
going slightly off topic. The number of issues that fruit and vegetable farmers are, are balancing right now is, I'm going to say, unprecedented. What's making the carbon tax very worrying for me is that it's at $50 a tonne now, going up to $170 a tonne in 2030, which seems like a long way away, but it isn't. These increased costs through this carbon uh, pricing is going to add significantly to all of the inputs that we have. Sure, and when you and you say all of the inputs, I mean fertilizer in particular, but are there others that you're thinking of? Well, anytime uh, something is trucked to us or anytime something is trucked away from us, there's going to be added costs to that. Things are changing, and uh, I think the number of people who are still not accepting the fact that our, our climate is changing and it is getting more volatile, that uh, those people are, are few in number. We can do something to turn this ship around. So, I've been reading some um, various research that says that the carbon tax is really a, pr- a tax on production and that it should be changed to a tax on consumption. In other words, uh, well, here's an example. I mean, Canada is... Uh, a great exporter, and the numbers continue to go up. But the idea is that if we were to to ship uh, certain vegetables or, or fruits to Japan, for instance, that the, the consumption tax should be paid there by the consumers. What do you think of that idea? I have to think about that some more because fruit and vegetable farmers are, are price takers, okay? We don't normally... We're not able to set a price. We, we deal with a very few buyers. The pressure on prices is very real. If our inputs go up and we can't charge more for our, our crops, we have to be able to eat that difference. And our ability to eat that difference is getting slimmer all the time. It's essential that when, when something is dramatically increasing our cost of production, that we address it either by getting more for our our crops or finding some other way to reduce our our costs or go out of business. And Brian, we certainly know that there's a a lot of fruits and vegetables coming in from Mexico, and uh, I haven't looked at at what their regime is for carbon taxes, but but it's an example of how we are uncompetitive with those those, uh, imports. Natural gas and, and, and propane for greenhouse should be exempt from the carbon tax. My largest um, energy consumption that isn't covered currently is my electricity costs. And here in Ontario, electricity costs are somewhere between non-competitive and crippling. To store one 20-bushel bin of apples costs over $50. And that's related to electricity costs. So that's huge a cost, and unless we can control those costs, we're at risk. It's one of those things that doesn't seem severe now, but left unchecked and on its planned trajectory, it will uh, impact us dramatically in the not-too-distant future. Is the Canadian Horticultural Council partnering with any other groups on this request to exempt agriculture? We work really closely with the Canadian Federation of Agriculture and the Canadian Produce Marketing Association, as well as all our provincial members. It's vital that we do work together 
on any issue so that our message is, is similar enough that uh, it doesn't confuse government. And how difficult do you think it will be to make the case for such a diverse group of commodities? <laughs> it, it's always challenging to represent people who have different messages or, or ways that they grow food. And I, I know that the uh, the differences between grains and oilseeds farmers and fruit and vegetable farmers on a lot of issues is significantly different. But that still doesn't mean that we can't support one another in messaging. Look for the, the best way forward for the clear majority of, of people involved. So of all the issues currently active at the Canadian Horticultural Council, how would you rate the threat of carbon taxes? You've indicated uh, a few minutes ago that this is a, a down the list, um, but um, maybe this is an opportunity to, to indicate uh, all of the, we'll say the, the top five that are currently on your plate. Recently, we held a um, virtual lobby event called the Fall Harvest uh, with uh, federal politicians and policymakers. We had a list of uh, 10 issues. Certainly, energy is on there. With all of the issues of the last year, with labor by far taking the, the, the number one issue of importance of the day, carbon tax had sort of fallen off the chart, to be honest with you. But with the announcement late last year that the prime minister and government were moving forward as planned previously to increase the price to $170 a tonne, by 2030, that's uh, sort of re reawakened the threat that is coming down the, the, the track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, it, it's an issue that, in, in the overall scheme of things, I've mentioned how important to me crop protection issues are. To me, after labor, it, it's number one. The, the lack of the ability of our business risk management programs to deal with the issues of 2020 is another. So those have been much more top of mind than, than the uh, carbon pricing issue. But mm -hmm. that still doesn't mean that it, one thing that we have done, there is a group here in Canada working on developing a sustainability index, which is used to um, build export confidence or confidence in your products so to increase your export markets and looking at developing a, a sustainability index for Canadian-grown agricultural products. And that index will make the customers aware of what we're doing to grow healthy, clean, sustainable food. That's a great way to, uh, to end our discussion. I'll just put out uh, that this morning I read uh, a news release that Canada reached a record $67 billion in exports last year, which was, was up, actually, during a very turbulent year. So um, I think that that's a really interesting development that you've um, pointed out on the Sustainability Index. Thanks for doing that. My pleasure. Is there an industry topic you'd like covered? Leave a comment, like our podcast, and share on social. Remember, if your phone rings, it could be the grower calling.